we're back. My name is Jack, and you're listening to Dev90X. Today is day 72. It is Sunday, the 17th of October, and the title of today's episode is Crush My Breathwork Practice, and That's About It. <laughs> so, as you could probably guess, yesterday I had a pretty big day, and I went out to a, a friend's birthday party in the evening and I drank a little bit of alcohol. I don't usually drink and uh, there were some free shots handed around and I had one and then one of my friends who didn't want his gave me his as well so I had that as well. And I had a couple of beers so I drank a little bit. <laughs> I also ate cake and <laughs> cheated on keto and kind of just generally cheated on all of my normal disciplinary practices yesterday. Uh, but the water park was super fun and overall really, really awesome day. Super fun. Had a great time. Definitely was worth the cheat. However, I am paying for that today because I drank alcohol, I slept poorly and, um, and that resulted in a little bit of lacking of motivation to really get things moving today. So I'm feeling a little bit unfocused and the only thing that I really crushed was my breathwork practice this morning. Uh, that went really well and I created my new sequence which is the next level higher in difficulty and uh, I'm going to do that tomorrow. So leveled up my breathwork practice again which felt really good. And I, I did a lot of little things today uh, because I was unfocused. It's not like I didn't do anything and it's not like I'm not trying to push things forward as well. Um, my intention was actually to to really crush the day and like really move things forward and have like a really good Sunday because I spent yesterday off off work completely offline almost and that was my day off and then Sunday was going to be this day where I I really just make the most of it and keep it to having just that one day a week where I I don't do a lot of work. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm paying for it a little bit. And I learned that it feels a lot better to get big things done rather than doing lots of little things. And because I feel a little bit tired today and a little bit unfocused and a little bit uh, just not feeling super sharp, I my tendency is to go to do the things that are little and easy and not difficult and just to shy away from tackling something big. It kind of makes sense. If you want to tackle something big, you should be prepared for it and you should have a lot of energy and you should feel good and you should sleep well, you know, do all the, do all the good things and then you'll have plenty of reserve energy and resources to tackle the big things. But at the same time, it, it just doesn't feel that good to do all these little things. But I did. Uh, I did a lot of things. I did a lot of a lot of little things. So I, you know, I planned out my week. I I refactored my my planning stack a little bit, and I added in my bucket list, and I added in a list of my ideal habits into my planning document. By the way, I am now. It's funny because I I'm swapping so much between the systems that I'm using for planning my my life, and also this project. As now it's it's growing and it's getting a little bit complicated. Um, so I'm doing all my life planning in notes. I was pretty sure that I was going to go all in on Todoist, but 
and I, I tried, and but then I just went back to notes. I'm not sure exactly why I like notes so much, but I just, I kind of just like the flexibility of it. I like how you, you're not stuck in a particular UI structure. You can like restructure things really easily. And it syncs across all my devices. It's totally free. I can color code things, which I really like. And looks great in dark mode. Yeah, I, yeah, anyway, notes. That's, that's where I'm planning my life. And also I'm just, I'm, I'm practicing or experimenting with doing all my to-dos in a separate note as well. Because you can, notes has a feature where you can create a tick box for your to-dos and then it'll reorder them in the list to the bottom once you tick them done. But it's not very feature rich in terms of uh, organizing your general to-dos in terms of uh, compared to something like Todoist. So I'm not sure about my general to-dos, but my whole like day structure is definitely really well executed in notes right now. I did my one line of code. I did that in a playground. I played around with some, some ideas that I had things I wanted to test and try out. There's a lot of that that I need to do. Just a lot of that in general of just playing around and tinkering. And I'm thinking that I might actually build a sequence in the morning. Part of my morning routine could be doing a quote unquote coding workout challenge every day for, I don't know, 20 or 30 minutes. I just love the concept of building, building it, building progressive improvement into a simple framework, such as when you go to the gym. So I go to the gym three to four times a week on average and I just repeat the same things. I mean, there's a lot of variation and I push myself every time, but I just pretty much, it's like a pretty simple framework and all it takes, the hard part is just doing it. That's the hard part and, and staying consistent with it. But if you can do that, if you can do it and stay consistent with it, then you're pretty much guaranteed to get results. And I want to take that, that, that whole thing and do the same thing with coding. <laughs> Although I'm realizing that it maybe isn't that simple. To get better at building apps, of course, you have to master the, the basics. Um, but there's a lot of other things that, like to draw the analogy to exercise and training in the gym, it would be, you know, you have, let's say you have five broad areas of the body that you can train on any given day, like shoulders, chest, arms, back, legs, um, core, and in coding to, to, to translate that same concept across, it doesn't really translate across very well. You have a lot of different frameworks that you can use when you're building an app. You have a lot of different APIs that you can practice using. You have a lot of different features that you can practice implementing. You, um, you could practice implementing different UI. You can give yourself challenges to format the UI in a certain way, like place it, you know, place something in the top left corner or place something like two thirds down the screen or something like that. You can give yourself little challenges like that, but there's so much more to it, broadly speaking, than, a, than you know, going to the gym and working out like shoulders, for example. Um, yeah, so I'm still trying to figure that one out. I'm still trying to figure it out. And it seems to me that the best way still, if you want to just 
follow a program and just stick to it and you know do your workout every day it, it still seems like the the 100 days of swift or 100 days of hacking with swift is probably the best one like if you just keep keep at it keep plowing through that course then that gives you the really good structure so i'm not sure if i can beat that however i'm i am thinking of doing like 30 30 minutes in a playground every day for example and just just jamming, like just code jams. I'm thinking that might be something that could be useful just as a general practice that I do every day that just keeps me sharp, keeps my coding skills sharp, keeps my knowledge of the language fresh and always at the front of my mind and always on the, you know, all the little syntactic goodies right at the tip of my fingers. Uh, yeah, that's my goal. That's my goal. So... I'm working towards that and I will report on any any discoveries that I have through my experimentations. I also engage in the hacking with Swift Slack community. I'm doing that every day and I'm finding myself it's it's like instead of going to Instagram and scrolling Instagram, I'm going to this Slack community and I'm finding it really useful. There's a little, little lot of little little gems in there and people generally respond to me and I get like major dopamine hit when I open up my Slack and I see that I have an un, unread thread <laughs> active where I can, I can go and read a, re a reply from someone. So I've been doing that every day and um, learning a little bit here and there from it. It's definitely valuable. Uh, I'm not sure how valuable though. I'm not sure what the time to value ratio is on, on that, but it's again another one of my experiments. I planned my week ahead in detail. I think I may have already mentioned that. Um, so what that looks like is like I copy and paste my template for the whole next week into my into my life planning document, and I fill in any of like the major things that are going to be happening in the next week, in terms of events or in terms of um, commitments that I've made to people, and the rest is just boilerplate. It's just pretty much the same schedule every day. It's like my morning routine, then I work. Then I go for lunch, then I work, then I work out, then I go to recovery and then I have dinner and then I come home then I work a little bit more and then I go to sleep. And it's like that every single day, uh, except for random things that happen on the weekend. I did a new resources roundup and this falls under the distraction and unfocused bucket as I was just generally browsing around and trying to find some new resources. But I did find that the Apple developer website has a kind of news section which is just a long scrolling list of developer relevant news updates from apple anything to do with different app stores maybe some countries have new tax rules so they're changing around the tax rules and they, you know they they add new things to the app store or anything yeah anything developer related i, I feel like that's a pretty useful um pretty useful news website to check once in a while. I also discovered Let's Build That App has a really great blog with really great explanation articles. And I'm calling them explanation articles and they're not really tutorials per se because they more explain concepts of the language that are typically difficult to understand using code, using examples of code. It's not really a tutorial. It doesn't really teach you how to code anything, but it it explains things using code. So um, yeah, I've grown kind of fond of this one. Let's build that app. It's a 
the guy has a YouTube channel that's great as well. I forget what his name is, um, but he's a really great guy. He's really great at explaining things. So I, I appreciate what he, I appreciate the work that he's done. And I also scanned the app store for developer news apps because I thought it could be useful to have an app on my phone for it. And I found one called iDev, which looks great, actually. It looks like it has everything and all the content, all the best podcasts, all the most relevant developer news, all the most relevant developer courses, and the list goes on. But it's subscription only. and There's no free version. And so I just immediately deleted it because uh, it's just a little bit... I couldn't even trial the app. And then, yeah, I, I'm not going to pay for it without being able to at least see what I'm getting. And the actual progress I did is I did one full module of the Unwrap app today, which covered looping. And that's where I did my one line of code in the playground. I was just playing around with some things from that, from that app. It's fantastic. And there's a lot more that I have to do. And I'm finding that each little mini lesson, there's a little bit to it. Mainly in the quiz, in the quiz section after you, you get asked eight different quiz questions and some of them are tricky and they really catch me out <laughs> and, it, and it, may, it, it makes me aware that I am glossing over things a little bit, maybe a little bit too much when I'm reading code, I am, it's so easy to miss those little things. And, but that's what the great thing about this app is, is that it makes you aware of those little things that are very easy to miss. And um, it's not that bad because the, the compiler helps you along the way as well, giving you errors that you can fix. So in reality, it's, you don't really have to be so hyper aware of these little syntactical things that you may get wrong or you may mistype when you're coding because the compiler will help you. And Jack's hack for today is I'm not feeling particularly hacky today. But one thing that is helping is black coffee and fasting. I chose to fast today and not eat any calories at all. It's now 2 p.m. in the afternoon. Haven't had a single calorie and it is definitely helping keep me feeling somewhat mentally alert. And so, yeah, it's kind of intermittent fasting and I'm, I'm actually going to start implementing this a lot more now. I have been having some, some, sometimes a substantial amount of calories in the morning, depending on if I have coconut milk in my tea or in my coffee um, and or breakfast, or I might even just be snacking in general, or I might go out for breakfast. Someone might want to meet me for breakfast. I have, I have definitely been eating a fair, fair chunk of calories in the morning quite often, but I don't want to do that anymore. I want to, I want to give intermittent fasting a good experiment and see what it feels like when I properly fast with zero calories and give my digestive system and my my whole body a rest from food and from digestion a full rest not like a partial rest a complete rest uh, for that 16 hour window so I'm going to trial a 16 and 8 fasting window and see how that goes See if I feel like it benefits my mental acuity. That's the goal is I want, I want to feel sharp every day. I, I want to feel really alert and I want my brain to be working really well and not be hindered by feeling sluggish or tired or lethargic because 
I've been eating the wrong food or too much food. So yeah, that's Jack's hack for today. Intermittent fasting and black coffee. It's got to be black. Can't have any calories. All right, that's it for today. Day 72, Sunday. Thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you again tomorrow.